Hi, Peter Balker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now in today's episode, I want to talk to you about Clubhouse. So what is Clubhouse? Well, if you haven't heard, Clubhouse is the latest in a new social media platform. And basically what it is, is dropping audio. So think of podcasts, but live podcasting, where there are going to be loads of topics available and you can choose a topic that really relates to you and drop into the room and hear the conversation and perhaps participate in the conversation. Now, when, it first, when I first got access to it, because it's been out since May, but it's a relatively new platform, it's invite only and it's only available on the Apple iOS platform at the moment, probably because they're still developing it. It's a startup company. Therefore, they're trying to minimize their costs. Once they get it right, once they know that the concept is truly working, then they'll probably port it onto the other platforms. Now, Clubhouse, a lot of hype in the newspapers, etc. grabbed my curiosity, so I jumped on it. And what are my thoughts? Actually, I like the concept of Clubhouse. I like the concept that you can just sort of jump in, listen to some expert speakers speak, learn some stuff, perhaps get some interaction in terms of asking questions. That's all great. What have I noticed over the last sort of month has been that the rooms have been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's been more and more presenters and it's starting to become noise. One of the benefits of Clubhouse, really when it wasn't so busy, was that the rooms that you could go into were quite small. They had that intimate feeling and it gave you the opportunity to connect with people that perhaps you wouldn't necessarily get to connect with. I'll give you an example. So within the sort of coaching, self-development, wealth field, people like Grant Cardone, I mean, they've got a huge following, Brad Sugars. These people, they jump into Clubhouse. They participate in Clubhouse. So whereas normally it's quite difficult to get access to them, actually right now, you can hear them speak, and if you're lucky enough, you get to speak with them and ask them questions, pick their brains, and get value. Now, obviously, the people are doing it, they, they're giving back, don't get me wrong, but there's going to be an also an element of it, okay, well, there's an end game for the people out there participating, and that's absolutely fine. You can't expect people just to give their time for nothing. There's always going to be something in return. doesn't mean you have to jump on it, but there's always going to be something in return. So when the, when the rooms were small, yep, intimate, lot of value. There was content coming out, but because people were asking questions, there was a lot of context. So people were understanding, they were able to relate it to themselves, go away and take action. What I'm seeing now is that some of these rooms, I've got like 1,500, 2,000 people. And they're never going to, I mean, for you to be able to ask a question, if you have to wait in line, you're potentially looking at two hours before you actually get to ask that question, if not even more. Well, the first thing I'm noticing now with people I'm hearing, sort of the whole clubhouse thing can be very addictive, however, a big time drain. Second thing I'm noticing is that everyone on there that is on the speaker circuit seems to be a multi-millionaire, superstar, rock star, and absolutely guru. Now, this is where you've got to be careful. So a couple of people really stoked my curiosity. And I thought, okay, there are all these fantastically super successful people. Let me check them out. 
So I ran credit reports on them, company house reports based on their companies. Let me tell you, you've got to be really careful. Some of these people are using the whole social platform to actually build themselves up from a place where actually they don't have that much credibility. And that's a danger with social media. You look at people, especially on Instagram, Facebook, they, they, they're in the Porsche, they're in this sort of wonderful big house. But what people don't tell you is that the Porsche isn't theirs, it's on finance. The other thing could be that the house is rented. And before you know, people are sort of living a lifestyle purporting to have high net worth. And this is one thing I liked about T. Half Ecker. He talks about your net worth statement. And that basically is if you sold everything, what would you be left with? Now, if you've got everything on finance or you're renting everything on lease and you sell it all, how much net worth have you really got at the end of the day? Probably not much. And this is where as you go into the rooms, you've just got to be really careful. You've got to really sort of do a bit of due diligence and who you listen to. Because if you've got people that haven't done it, don't understand it by giving out advice, well, that could be potentially really, really dangerous, especially if you take that advice on from someone that hasn't been there, seen it, or done it. And also what I've noticed is that some of these people, and I'll flick in and flick off because I've got work to do, so I don't necessarily have the time to spend on there. But I'll flick in, flick off, and I'm, and I'm seeing the same people on there for eight or nine hours a day. Now, either they've got this most successful business that you cannot imagine during a pandemic and they no longer have to work, which one or two probably have. But for a lot of them, wow, how can you afford to be spending nine hours a day? What's happening with your business? Are you running your business? Have you actually got a business? And even better, I'm seeing people that are in two rooms simultaneously. Well, to me, that is okay. Do you know, that's, that's a little bit unethical. Because the whole purpose about being in a room is that actually you're there, you're present, you're listening to the conversation and you're adding value at the appropriate time. Now, if you're in two rooms at once, number one, I don't know how you can possibly be listening to two conversations simultaneously, let alone adding value. To me, that is just a pure marketing plug. Get on stage and get a lot of people on board. And also the other thing they're doing is they're saying, if you know people that will add value, ping people into the room. I'm sure that there is a room, there's a room size that is ideal. And I'm sure that eventually both moderators, speakers and clubhouse will work out what that ratio is and limit the rooms. And I sincerely hope they do so that people can actually get the great value. But if you're going out there and you're going to be listening for two hours, you're probably better off just saying, okay, what topics do I want to learn and go and listen to a podcast? Because I promise you this, when it comes to stuff like time Time sort of being in control of your time, being productive with your time, how to be more productive. There isn't necessarily loads of new stuff out there. And there's loads of podcasts around time, YouTube videos around time. You can get all that information. So if that's what you're after, just information, you may just be better off listening to podcasts that just give you that information really succinctly. Without loads of conversation, loads of noise, it becomes far more time productive for you so overall what do I think I think it's got a, it's a platform that has potential I really do like elements of it I think it's absolutely great however you've got to be really careful when you go in there you've got to be clear about what you want to really get out of it who you want to follow and all I'll say to you is do your due diligence just be really careful 
because there are a lot of people out there and I would say that they want to be millionaires and they're quite fraudulent. I mean, interestingly enough, there's so many people out there saying, yeah, they're like a seven-figure, eight-figure coach uh, or there were marketers that are helping business owners like coaches, for example. We use coaches as, a, as an industry. We will help you build a seven- or eight-figure coaching business. Let me tell you, I have all the coaches in the world probably half of 1% are anywhere close to earning seven figures. It's a tough market. So to these, all these marketeers, and you could have thousands of them saying that they're working, thousands of people working for that half a percent? I don't think so. So just be, as I say, proceed with caution. Now, if anything today has resonated with you, perhaps you're looking at Clubhouse, you want to look at how to get the most out of Clubhouse, maybe you want to share some experiences, Leave your comments in the section below or get in touch with me at balka.com. Hopefully, if you love today's episode, please share it with others. Like and subscribe so you go up to date with my latest content. And most importantly, remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. There's nothing wrong with learning, providing you do it in the right environment. Please stay safe. Take care.